Welcome, wrestling fans, to another edition of Ringside Ramblings, brought to you by the Square Circle Journal. I am your host, the wrestling connoisseur, Sam Keola, and I am joined by my little man here, one of the future world champions. Yeah, he, he might say a little bit here and there, but he's not going to talk too much, yeah? All right, a lot of big things happening in the wrestling world right now, and um, everything's been quite busy for everybody over here, so... I thought I'd just jump on here and try to touch base on a few things. Let's just start off with all the positives going on. We now have NWA power on, well, media. Um, Not necessarily TV, but it's on, you watch it on Facebook, you can catch it on YouTube, you can catch it pretty much anywhere. And if you haven't caught it yet, man, NWA really knocked the ball out of the park. Um, they had this such a nice old school retro NWA feel to it. Um, gosh, if you weren't around for the old NWA, you have to catch it now. It's some great stuff going on. Uh, I haven't caught the show yet. I've just caught a few clips here and there of tonight's episode. But Colt Cabana on the show introducing who his tag team partner is going to be. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody yet if you haven't watched, but uh, I, I like what NWA is doing. They're bringing in a lot of talent that um, has, that's right. They're bringing in a lot of talent that has slid under the table for far too long. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy to see where this all goes. You know, there's a lot of talented wrestlers over there and, and having another option for for the workers in the business to to make a success, make a name for themselves is great. Um, a lot of buzz is also going on about AEW and their dark series. All the dark matches that happen either before or after the show. And uh, a lot of buzz going on about Kenny Omega versus uh, Joey Janela. It's great stuff. You know, a lot of people are down on it. Twitter seems to be split, you know. Yeah, 50-50, maybe 60-40. I don't know what you would call it right now. Everybody seems to be liking AEW uh, more than they aren't. Let's put it that way. <clears throat> you have some diehard WWE regulars who are just shitting all over everything as long as they can. And, I mean, here's my take on that. WWE has been around forever. Nobody denies that. And that's why everybody has the right to criticize WWE. They've been a product that's been going on for, for a long time. Long time. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Long, long time they've been going on. They're a global product, so they need to stand up um, and and put on a global product. If they're not putting on a global product with all the resources they have, then they deserve their, the criticism they get. 
Um, a lot of people want to say, well, you know, hey, don't just enjoy what you enjoy. No, no. When you have a, a massive million dollar, billion dollar company, you expect to get that out of them. Now, if AEW is around in 20, 30 years and they're putting on shit shows, then yeah, I'll be out there talking about that too. Um, same way with any product. And, and let me just put this out there. Disney was putting out movies that were, were crap. And then they get handed to them by one of, the, one of their, their people that hands them. Vogler makes out an outline because he had been reading uh, Joseph Campbell's monomyth. Yeah. You talking now, ain't you? Yeah. I'll put the microphone over. You don't want to talk. Ooh. So, yeah. He been reading Joseph Campbell's monomyth. And what that is, is Joseph Campbell had gone out and he studied all the myths and religions and storytelling aspects of the ancient world. And he discovered some things line up. We tell stories in a certain way. And uh, Vogler applied that to the Disney product. And they took notice and they said, oh yeah, this is great. If you'll notice around the time of the Little Mermaid, the Lion King, this started getting used and it started working. And it works for for all types of storytelling. Uh, If you're a multi-billion dollar company like a Disney, like a WWE, you have to look at your product. You have to decide what's the best way to move forward. Especially if the fans are booing your top talent out of the building. If you're doing something, if you're telling a story and the fans hate it, there's a reason. And I don't care who you are. If you work for WWE, you're toting the company line. If you're Roman Reigns, you're saying, oh, we get it, but you know, be respectful. No, you don't deserve respect. Respect is earned. Roman Reigns made comment earlier. He he's commenting that that fans are are booing and cursing Bray Wyatt and how Bray put his life on the line. And everything. No, the fans aren't aren't doing that for Bray. Let me make that clear. Maybe some of these people are misunderstanding that are are working within WWE. The fans are upset with the product's outcome. Fans expected Bray Wyatt to win the championship because everything had been booked in that order. The storytelling aspect had gone in that direction. And you lead fans and wonder, I mean, it's fine if you want to mislead fans. But you need to pay off. And there so far has yet been no payoff. Um, I don't want to get on this week's Monday Night Raw just yet. But yeah, sidetracked here. But yes, there, there comes a point. We're in, we have so much wrestling right now. Fans are going to start picking and choosing, and they're starting to pick and choosing what is entertaining and feeling the best for them. Like everybody's talking about how great NWA Power Hour is. Um, AEW, lots of fans finally have that variety from the WWE product that they've wanted. And that's what AEW has aimed to do was put out an alternative product. And they have. And there's a lot of main level stars there. And up and comers. So there's an alternative product right there. Uh, Impact Wrestling. I don't know what Impact's doing right now. They still seem to be uh, 
treading water, but I do know Austin Aries went on his Instagram live last night with Killer Cross to talk about the incident one year ago with John Morrison, uh, this quote-unquote incident, um, and and what happened with him and his departure from, from Impact Wrestling. And I'll tell you what, I was started watching it while Raw was on, and I was more captivated by what Austin Aries had to say than what was going on with Monday Night Raw. Uh, two guys that Impact has really... Um, failed to capitalize on killer cross and austin aries and uh, to hear austin aries side of things what was going down um you have to wonder this curse that is over impact wrestling tna and and how how they've stayed in business without you know i mean it seems like they're making bad choices every direction they go and there's a lot of good choices and there's a lot of bad choices and they seem to always make the bad choice. Um, impact really in the news at that time. You had uh, Austin Aries as champion, the belt collector at that point. Um, to where like we look at it now and and it's Brian Cage and um, I mean yeah, in, Impact is moving to a better station, but what are they going to do with this? You know what are what are their options? They got a lot of great talent, but we'll see where they put them. All right. Besides that, the biggest news story out there today: Eric Bischoff being removed as executive director of SmackDown, and and this is a shocker to me. And some people think it's not big news, but um, yeah, you do, don't you? Right? You do, Eric Bischoff, who. Uh, was really being brought in more so as a inner space between Fox and WWE. You know, this he was going to be the the TV guy aspect of it. And he was in charge, but he wasn't going to be more so over uh the direction of the comp of uh, a SmackDown than um just as, you know, between the the WWE and, and Fox. And Bruce Pritchard had already been working with Eric Bischoff. Um, Yes, Bruce Pritchard. And, uh, you know, everybody seems to be shocked by Pritchard as being named as Bischoff's replacement, but he was already there. He was already working on it. Um, He seems to be the creative aspect of both. Yeah, you know, a lot of us aren't too happy with it either. You know, uh, to say the least, I think everybody feels that Bischoff has gotten the wrong, wrong deal on this. You know, he uprooted his uh, life, moved to Connecticut, and um, yeah, less than four months, he's now out of the WWE. Um, I'm expecting we'll hear a lot more about this in coming days, <clears throat> maybe a week or so, but uh, I, I don't expect this is going to remain uh, silent for far too long. I don't expect Bischoff to go to AEW um, or anything like that. Uh, you know, they, Cody and them had already made comments. They weren't planning on bringing in any creative aspects. Um, and the only thing I could see is if, uh, 
AEW was looking for the same thing WWE was looking for, and and you know someone to to enter um, to go between TV and and the wrestling company. But I feel like Tony Khan has enough connections that that isn't the biggest issue. Um, we have announced for Crown Jewel a Falls Count Anywhere match between Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. Uh, fans don't seem to be too responsive to this. Um, actually, it seemed more sarcastic than anything. You know, a lot of people are are tweeting about it and wondering if this Falls Count Anywhere will re- result in a DQ. Um, comedy at its finest. Uh, apparently Seth Rollins doesn't think it's too funny though um, as he's pretty active over there on on the Twitter machine um, other than that you know I mean as much excitement in the wrestling world is going on there's not a lot of huge news yeah yeah you got something to say not not a lot well you're only four months into this wrestling world so You'll learn. You'll learn. Um, I think the biggest draw we got out of this this week is we expected a lot of change with Bischoff and Heyman in charge of their respective brands. Especially with Vince McMahon saying, hey, I'm not going to to, to be running things. These guys are on their own. Uh, at the end of the day, as we can see now, it's not been true. You know, Bischoff on his way out. Um, Paul Heyman not really making that big of a, of a dent in WWE programming. I mean, it's still going downhill. They're still bleeding viewerships. And um, I don't know do you, about you guys, but that tells me Vince McMahon still has his finger on the product. And it's not looking good. You know, uh, the draft was a joke. I mean, there really wasn't much changes being made, um, in my opinion. Anything that would have been exciting the for wrestlers to hook up um, have flip-flopped. You know, from instead of being on Raw, they're on SmackDown. And the other guy's now on Raw. So, uh, it's, it's more of the same. I don't know about you guys. It doesn't seem like a lot of thought has been put into anything. Um yeah, so the pluses in the wrestling world right now, AEW, NWA especially, uh, the downside continues to be WWE. Uh, I would even say NXT on that part since they're uh, still bleeding numbers really bad in viewership. Um, I know there's a lot of NXT fanboys and girls out there, and hey, I'm a big NXT fan myself, but it's true. It's not been as good over the last six months to a year as it has been previously. And the jump to the USA Network has not done anyone any favors. The two-hour product is not as good as the one-hour product we used to get. We're probably getting the same amount of wrestling now as we did before. Um, So, you know, I don't know. Right now it seems like rough times in WWE. A lot of WWE apologists out there. A lot of fans. A lot of the wrestlers even. They want to state claims. And I'll, I'll say this, you know, the same article I was reading earlier uh, featuring uh, Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns and the 
the Good Brothers and everybody apologizing basically for WWE and and saying, hey, you know, the fans are wrong. And first and foremost, I want to tell you, if you're saying the audience is wrong, there's an issue there. You have to know your audience. And you, and you don't get to say, okay, well, the audience is wrong on this aspect. Um, you have to know your audience. You have to know your audience and what to expect, first and foremost. If your audience is a, is a particular aspect of the wrestling community, is it the wrestling community as a whole? Is it not wrestling fans at all? So, so you have to kind of know your audience. Um, Roman's comment about fans disrespecting Bray, which I have not seen, um, goes to tell me you're not listening to your audience. Others saying, well, look at how long Vince McMahon's been in business. Look how long Walmart's been in business. Doesn't mean they put the best products out there. So that's my comparison usually is WWE to Walmart for the obvious reasons. Vince McMahon was said to have been extremely happy when the fans were uh, booing at the end of the show. Uh, Here's my opinion on that. If his idea was to turn Seth Rollins heel, he didn't need to go too far. Uh, if this was his idea to turn Bray face and Rollins heel, the fans have been cheering Bray Wyatt since his entire return. So there wasn't much he needed to do on that end either. Has he followed up at all? No, not really. I mean, what we... I'll, I'll touch on Raw here, this, this bit. We get... Seth Rollins burning down the Firefly Funhouse. Um, for one, you've ruined probably the best aspect of of your Monday Night Raw or whatever show that Bray Wyatt is on by burning down the Funhouse. So now do we not get Bray Wyatt at all? Do we just get The Fiend? Is that the big idea, the big move? Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. Does this turn Rollins more heel already? Uh, again, I can't say it does. You know, is there a payoff? Because Bray is on SmackDown. So is there a payoff? Obviously, Bray's not going to leave uh, Saudi Arabia as the champion, in my opinion, or Survivor Series. Um but who knows? WWE has done crazier things. I don't see it happening. I see a lot of fans being pissed off over this, uh, in my opinion. But that has happened before. So this is kind of just a roundup of the news the past couple days, this last week, what's been going on. I'm hoping to uh, bring some more in-depth stuff at you guys later this week with our gracious host, John Fair. Or uh, maybe, possibly, you know... I don't know. You don't. You don't think so? I was gonna say trucker Kyle, but you don't. What do you think? Anything to say? No, you don't have anything to say now. So maybe trucker Kyle. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Um. Yeah, that's gonna do it for now. So stay tuned, everybody. Go out and enjoy yourself some uh, NWA and AEW Dark tonight, and um. Yeah, stay tuned. Oh, wrestling fans!
storytelling should be consistent. Maybe that's why I'm a connoisseur of wrestling. Tweener is not an alignment. I don't want any part of it. Goodbye. Welcome to the fight against Marxism. This is the Square Circle Journal. And now, Just John and the wrestling connoisseur, Sam Kiola. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv.